Welcome to the Everyday Icon podcast, a podcast focused on helping women entrepreneurs embrace the image she has always envisioned to become the boss she is meant to be. I'm your host, Tiffany Howard. Let's get started. Hey everyone and welcome back to the Everyday Icon podcast. I hope you're having a great week so far. It's the middle of the week. It's Wednesday and we are almost to the weekend. So today I am coming to continue our conversation about ways to help create a um, presence, to create your presence. And over the past few episodes, we've talked about what presence is, we've talked about confidence, we've gone over authenticity, and today I'm going to be talking about grace. But before I get started, I wanted to remind you to um, like and subscribe our po- for our podcast to help other listeners just like yourself find us. And also to follow us on Facebook and Instagram to get better acquainted and connected and to have a conversation about what it is also you want me to talk about and discuss whether it's on a podcast or whether it's on Facebook Live. So on all of that, you can find in my um, notes for this episode. So with today, we're talking about grace. So what exactly is grace? Because people use it very loosely to me sometimes as well as um, other words. So, but grace, per the definition that I found, grace is the unmerited divine assistance given to us for our regeneration or sanctification. Sorry about that. It's a virtue coming coming from God and it is being kind. It is it is it's a way in long story short it's a way for us to to be kind and to remember that we're all human, we all make mistakes and that sometimes we have to just remember how we would feel if we were in those in another person's shoes. So today I'm going to go over five ways that um, you can help with creating and using grace all the time. So one of the things that I've come to realize is that as entrepreneurs, we are in the we are here to service to provide a service to our audience, period. So we have to remember that at one point we were in their shoes and that we, they are looking to us for help, encouragement, advice, or a place to where they can just feel safe that someone just understands them. And this could be because, you know, we're doing providing services or a product but we are here to serve other people. That is the most important thing that we do. And that comes before anything else, the pretty brands, um, the money and everything. And part of that is remembering that and providing grace. So the first top thing is we can help with grace is with our words. People listen to us and people watch us and notice when we how we use our words we want to use words that are uplifting that are kind that make people think and it's also 
a way to help you to get through, to choose words to get through to your particular audience. With everything that's going on, and the biggest example I think that I can think of with using words for grace is learning over the past, I think maybe several weeks, there has been a huge issue in spotlight on intellectual property and how people respond to what is going on regarding intellectual property. So there are two, actually, one I'm following more than the other, but you have one to where people are, we're we're finding out that people are literally taking other people's quotes, other people's ideas, and using them and having people think that their own, or someone in the case of right now, the big one is um, Lady A and Lady Antebellum, who, Lady Antebellum, who went to, who changed their name to Lady A and how that is being handled. And they also, from my research and understanding that they own the copyrights to that and the trademark to that. So I'm saying all that to say is it's how they are, how everyone is responding, especially the parties involved. Now it could be, they could be very malicious and say, you know what? She doesn't earn the right. She doesn't do this, blah, blah, blah. And they can come out, but they choose to speak in a way. And sometimes we may not understand it, but bring it in a way to where that it is a form of grace and using it as a teachable moment. And even when you hear and listen to um, trademark attorneys speak about it, how they speak about it in such a way that is a teachable moment and a learning moment and how they speak to make sure that we understand the importance of owning what we create because I know it's definitely a learning experience for me. And that makes me want to follow them even more and to the point to where I will want to work with um, some of the attorneys that I've heard talk about it because they are using their words. They're using their words to one, to show us the importance of it and they're using it to bring their points home to make sure that we understand it and how It affects us in the long run. So you always want to use your words wisely. Number two is looking for the needs of others. This is our primary focus, is we are in the business of helping others. And we should always be looking for ways to help our audience. So whether it's creating a new product or service, It could be tweaking our product or services, how we deliver our products or services, or even discontinuing products or services that no longer are of value to them. And we should listen to them as well. And actually, that's another one down the line. But, um, and that will go into my next one, which will be listening to the needs as listening as well. So listening to understand and to hear. Like I said earlier, we're in the service to helping others. And they will help us make our service and products better. 
So we need to take the time to just listen to what they have to say and take what they have to say to heart. And from that way, we're able to not only help them, but they are helping us get better with what we're doing because we're here to service them, to service our our audience. So you want to listen to them. You also want to listen to, if you have a coach, listen to them. If you have a mentor, you want to listen and just take what they say and what they what use what you can use and put away maybe what you can't use. So we just want to listen to understand and hear because listening will not will help us get better with what we do. When we respond, we respond with grace. We're going to get emails and questions about from our clients, from our audience in regards to certain situations, matters that they're having, topics that they um, that we're going over, and some of we have to remember that some, they're coming to us at a at a time where they need our help, and they are coming to us because we have now provided and we have built a brand and we have built a space for them to where they're able to do that, and sometimes they are frustrated, they're angry because of what someone has a service that they have provided in the past and that they are not as trusting or they're frustrated because they can't figure something out. And we have to remember that we have been in their situation and we have been in their shoes before and that we still go through the same thing. And so we want to take a minute to pause and not respond at the level that they're coming to us. So if someone is coming to you out of frustration and you're working with a client and they're saying, I just can't get this, I just can't get this, I just can't get this, we cannot respond to them at that same level. We have to take a step back. And one thing that I learned, especially when I was in the bank, when I was in the banking industry, that when my clients came to me with a situation or a problem, they were upset, they were frustrated, they were at their rope's end and they didn't know what to do because of issues that the ripple effects of say um, non-sufficient funds were causing them because I know sometimes that was one of the issues that I had. And what I realized is that in those moments and what I carried through on is that I would just pause and I would just let them get out their frustration and let them vent because nine times out of 10, no one has taken the time and it goes back to no one has taken the time to listen to them. So I would just take the time to listen and from listening and taking the step back, I was able to respond in a way that was able to help them. Now, sometimes it may not have been something that they wanted to hear. However, they were appreciative of the fact that not only did I listen to them, but I didn't respond to them in such a manner of, well, that's your problem. You need to deal with it. I always took it as a 
to use it as more of a learning experience. So if I had to sit there with someone for an hour and walk them through their checkbook from the past two weeks and explain to them, this is how we've gotten to this point, they were appreciative of that. Even though I may not have been able to give them a refund of the fees, and plus you have to remember they're also, if we didn't pay them and it was returned, who they were trying to make a payment to, they're charging them a fee. The fact that I took the time to sit down with them and go over it with them, they were appreciative of that. And from that, because they knew that I cared, that they came back and that any issues or problems that they had or just sometimes in the heat of the moment and they would get frustrated leave, they would come back and they would just say thank you. So people take notice of that. So we always want to just remember to respond not at the level that they're coming at us to. And just remember, we have been in situations such as that, and we will always have situations such as that. And it's not just for business on how we respond. It's also just in everyday life, in relationships, in friendships, that we always sometimes have to remember that how we respond can sometimes take a situation that is fixable and it can go left. So always remember to take a step back and respond with grace. And the last one, which is important, which is can is huge, is just learning to say, I am sorry. Saying I'm sorry can go an extremely long way. And sometimes we have to just put our pride to the side put us being right to the side, putting, I wouldn't say our hurt to the side, but just saying I'm stopping and just saying I'm sorry. Sometimes that's all that's needed. Sometimes that will bring the conversation back. Even if you don't say it in that moment that it happened, Saying I'm sorry um, after the fact, even if you have to cool down after maybe like 24 to 48 hours and getting time to listen or go over what was said and just to say, I'm sorry. I think we take that for granted sometimes and When saying I'm sorry, saying you're sorry from a genuine place and not just saying I'm sorry just to say I'm sorry. But if you say that you're sorry, say it and mean it. It will help because we are going to not always be right. We may say something out of our responding um, that may affect someone that they may think, oh, you know what, you don't, I'm going to go over here. You know, I might go to someone else. Um, And before I get too in depth, because the saying I'm sorry is right now, is just, just to say that I'm sorry. 
And just know that that saying I'm sorry goes a long way. So to go back over again, five ways to incorporate grace. We can incorporate it with our words, looking for the needs of others, listening to understand and to hear, to respond with grace, and to learn to say that I am sorry. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode and all other episodes. And if you have, like it, share it, leave a comment if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. And as always, let me know what you think. Be sure to follow me on Facebook and I have the links in the description box of this podcast um, episode. And as always, have a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.